Hello, everyone. I have uh, with me uh, Vishal Bagla. He's actually uh, calling me and uh, via Zoom from uh, from India. And uh, I thought that um, we would, could have a discussion about uh, data science and business courses. And he's got some interesting views. And I thought that uh, I could uh, give him some time maybe to talk a little bit about himself and what his background, the firm he works for. He's been quite active on LinkedIn. And then uh, let's jump right into, um, you know, why business schools need to integrate data science with, with business courses. So. Uh, Vishal, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your background, first of all? Thank you, Patrick. I work as a manager in data science and digital transformation team of a global management consulting firm, which is Alvarez and Marcel. I'm also an active contributor to a blog, which goes by the name of AI Mounts. So prior to this role, I worked with American Express in the center of excellence team, which handles the entire risk and information management. Along with that, I worked with Oracle, in their insights team, which takes care of the entire financial modeling and quantification of benefits derived from Oracle's products. So in terms of educational background, I am an electronics and communications engineer. I have also done my master's degree, which is a specialization in business analytics from Indian Institute of Management, Calcutta, which is in India. You, uh, you wrote an article not too long ago. I think it was late last year. Yeah, I think it was in October. You you made the basically the point as why you you made a point as to why business schools need to integrate data science with business courses. I mean, we know it's happening a lot in the on the state side. I know what's going on in India, but here a lot of the university are all going for data sciences, um, including in business courses. Why don't you give us a little bit as to what what your thoughts are on the matter and why do you think it's happening? So the idea for this post actually came from my background, which I did, which is a master's in business analytics. And that is actually carried out by one of the uh, top business schools in India. So which is Indian Institute of Management, Calcutta, along with two other institutes, which are specific, specific in statistics and technology. So now this uh, B school, along with other institutes, started this program because the industry demands it, the, there has been evolution of requirement in terms of what companies want and how the entire business has evolved. So I think there are primary, primarily three reasons because of which business school should actually think of integrating data science with traditional MBA or other business courses. The first is there has been a big shift from opinion and qualitative assessment based judgment to more data-driven objective assessment. Second is evolution of business models from traditional thought process to more scientific and more evolved scenarios. The third one is definitely the increased sophistication of modeling and the technology. So let me talk about each of the three scenarios in little more detail. So now the shift from a shift from opinion and qualitative assessment based judgment to more data driven objective assessment. So majorly this has happened because of two reasons. One is availability of more data. And second one is availability of beta computing power and sophisticated hardware and software. So due to increase in volume of data, as well as development of beta computing and 
technology or infrastructure it has become easy and economical to capture data and analyze that data so now the demand has moved from experiential based judgment or gut feeling based judgment to more of what data is saying which is more objective now second part which we have is before, evolution before you, go, uh, Vishal, Vishal, before you get to the second point i mean this is a pretty powerful argument that you're making essentially you're saying that historically we used to re we rely on acumen experience and now you're saying well now that we have data and we have computing power and that's true we have you know we created about I think 90% of the data was created three years ago. So you're basically saying we have got to take advantage of that. But, and, 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 and it, it, it makes sense to a certain extent, but how do we know that it's working better? How do we know that using the data more efficiently is better? Now, if we talk about the stock market, we cannot predict the stock market. Let me take some other example. Let's talk about Netflix or Amazon. So they have built world's best recommendation systems. So most of the movies which people watch on Netflix are actually recommended. Even on Amazon, roughly 30 to 35% of the sales happen through recommendation systems. So that's a huge number which I, which I have uh, read. If data was not available, then all this recommendation would have been based on one person's opinion and one person assessment in a world where we have seven to 8 billion people living two or five or 10 or even hundred people can't accumulate or can't aggregate the opinion of everyone. When we know that Vishal Bagla likes this kind of movies, the data and the judgment. So come, people don't need to put in their judgment. They just have to build models, which can actually mine the data or mine the viewing history of Vishal Bagla and actually provide results based on that. So that's how it has become more, more objective in nature and more personalized. So this is one of the most important. And so it's, okay, so you're referring, when you say data, okay, you're referring to marketing-based recommendation analysis, because I guess based on, they're basically telling you that they know, because you don't remember all the movies that you've seen, therefore all the data being generated, they do. And based on the aggregation of what you've seen and what you've clicked on, they're making recommendation that this is what you should be looking at, or in, in case of Amazon, what you should be buying. Yeah, that, that's that's what actually I meant. The another example in this case would be inventory management in a large retail store. So essentially, store managers used to manage the entire inventory based on what they feel is required by customers. Now they can, they capture detail at the SKU level mm -hmm. and then build models or predictive models, forecasting models for each SKU, which captures hundreds of parameters, including weekdays, weekends, any holiday season coming up, any festival coming up and number of things. So which could not be taken into consideration by one person's opinion. So this is the beauty of capturing to data and building the entire judgment and opinion based on it. Isn't there a risk though that we kind of uh, move people towards choices that they would not have made on their own, especially when it comes to selection and marketing. I mean, when it comes to efficiency, that's, that's okay. But when it comes to, you know, I, I want to tell you which movie you should be watching or what you should be buying. 
Are we? Who's leading what here? So essentially, it's it's a combination of both actually. So whenever we talk about data analytics, it doesn't go independently or in silo. It always accompanies with business. So I mean, business acumen and data analytics go hand in hand. You can't just have one one thing and not the other. And that's why the reason we are we are discussing is why business school should integrate data science, not the technology school should integrate data science with tech technology courses. Because having business acumen would help you understand the entire business and what data to capture, how to capture. And what is useful for you? So your machine is as your machine is as good as you train it. Better it is, the better results would be. So you're saying you're not replacing; you're just enhancing it, and you've got exactly. And you cannot ignore it, really. And you're totally right on that. You cannot ignore it because there's lots right. of uh, there's new techniques. And if your firm is not doing it, other firms will be doing it, and they'll be more efficient at it. So therefore, you have to. Second point is more of uh, evolution and upcoming of new business models, which are challenging the traditional process. Traditionally, we used to have banks wherein people would go to a branch and carry out transactions. Now the entire system has evolved. There are more innovative financial services companies which have come into place. They are using leveraging technology. They are leveraging data. On the other hand, customers have also become more demanding. they want everything at their fingertip and they don't want to pay this is the reason why business knowledge combined with technology data science has become more important now you can't just rely on traditional business model and think that you will grow when you will capture the market share there is a strong competition from others so this is again need of the business which business schools have to cater to third point was around the increased sophistication of predictive models or the technology now it has become fairly accurate i mean with good accuracy companies can predict what is the product which this particular customer is going to buy the personalization has actually increased to a great extent companies are using personalization as a differentiating factor and also customers are demanding as we talked about the recommendation system example so now again this comes more from the business side which companies and industry requires and business schools need to cater to this the idea that a business school is now pushed into integrating data and data analytics de facto is going to change the nature of the the nature of the of the makeup of the classes because in, historically i mean business students at university they come in with an idea of what they think they're going to be doing and you know you need to the business is changing that's true but then this is going to push a change towards the students as well i mean not everyone is willing to uh, get comfortable or learn about python feel that somehow they're going to become program so that that's completely true everyone may not be comfortable with learning python or maybe other languages such as r or anything but the major idea is that people should have understanding of basic statistical models how does data science work and they should be able to comprehend results which are driven from data science models because otherwise you will not be able to use those use the results which are coming up so you essentially the, the need which i feel or what i have discussed with various industry leaders in india here they say if we can get an mba who understands 
statistics or who understands a bit of coding on the other side for statisticians they say someone who understands business equally well so that's the kind of combination which industry is demanding now so they don't need to go and learn each coding or essentially get that kind of technical experience but having a understanding at a broader level how does these how do these algorithms work and how to comprehend results which is derived from these algorithms is going to be essential so there are definitely teams in most of the organizations these days which have data scientists who are developing products who are running these models but to comprehend them there are business people so they they should be able to understand how to use them and and i think that's the, there's a job to be had there in terms of explaining to the students we don't expect you to become programmer or coding heavily but you need to be able to understand how it all fits in because i had conversation with with other professors as well and you know the, the, the idea is to say well listen we're not here to uh, teach the latest programming language as you said before you know data is moving pretty fast and 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 so is computer power so you know we 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 feel that if you're trying to teach them what they need to know you're always going to be, be playing catch up with the market maybe and this is kind of what you're saying is that we should be teaching them a, a, a how to be problem solvers but with data in mind not not every finance student is um data oriented and and my concern with something like that is that by pushing too hard we might deter some students that could be interested in in finance choose other avenue people with a strong acumen who may may not do well in class may not be able to comprehend what's going on from a data perspective and yet they have good instinct and you might lose some of the students there's a risk there because not every i mean i know that business is demanding it but by pushing too hard then you end up having a, a group of students that are that have a mix of both you may have lost the students with better acumen as you mentioned in your article isn't there a risk there somehow there is definitely a risk but the point is that the industry and the entire ecosystem is evolving so fast the only way you can catch up with this with this is to evolve yourself to learn new things and also to add to your point that you don't need to be a programmer essentially because there are a lot of tools which don't require programming language but which require conceptual understanding of the model or the program so if we talk about a lot of visualization tools such as tableau click view power bi on the other side we have tools such as altrix they don't require much of programming language to begin with but they help you a lot in terms of building the entire understanding and managing large volumes of data so they are nothing but i would say more or higher version or advanced versions of excel even in excel you do basic bits of programming language mm-hmm. but the point is that you start doing it at a very early age which doesn't feel very difficult so that that's one of the reasons that it should be gradually imbibed and not in a sudden influx of the entire new concept to students correct because i'm seeing that a lot of students for example are graduating and they realize and i guess this is that particular generation or particular year but they're saying oh my god I didn't you know I you know I I realized that I need to know more about data 
you know, I, I need to, and some of them have come to me and say, is there a way for me to take a, a data class now? Because I want to make sure I'm asking for it when I go for interview. So to your point really is that we need to make sure that this notion is being, uh, you know, propagated or, 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 or um, divulged through the system early on so that they know that they will need to do this. This is, as you mentioned, you know, Past it was Excel, now it might be R, it might be Python. Let's not think of it as a programming language, but just as a, as a language, something that you're gonna need, you're gonna need to know. True, absolutely true. Thus, taking on the example of finance students that you have taken, so for them, time series modeling could be one of the most important topics. So now, if you look at the other side, so that can be carried out completely in Python. On the other hand, there are a lot of tools which help you carry out time series analysis. But important for you is to understand and comprehend the results which are thrown by those tools. So that is the most important thing for them. Uh, I'd like to see some of the data to see and, and maybe uh, query the students as to what they what they think that, that uh, they think this is happening too fast or some of them are, are not really well prepared. I think we're at the cost here where you still have students that think in the old fashioned ways and the cost of data coming in and there's a bit of a conundrum going on where now these students are gonna to have to catch up pretty quickly. Uh, otherwise they may not be able to be efficient enough. Of course, on the other hand, there's a risk that data is so driving force that it changes the, the nature, the cost for the students way of thinking as well. You know, eroding more and more of that acumen that we, uh, we had in the past. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, are, are, are we, uh, Vishal, any, uh, any final words or any final comments? I think most important part would be to keep these two things hand in hand. Whatever you learn in terms of data science or analytics concept, important part is to help or to understand the application of those concepts in the business context. Whatever business concepts you learn, on the other side, important would be to learn how data can be captured for this particular application or use case that I'm working on. What exactly do I need to capture and how can I marry these two? So these two things should always be taken into consideration simultaneously and the entire understanding has to be built. Great. I mean, these are a great way to, uh, to end this podcast. Uh, I wanted to thank you, uh, Vishal, for connecting with me from, uh, from India. Um, Thank you, Patrick. And um, hopefully we, we get to follow up on that story and see some of the data coming out of the schools. Uh, I mean, we are entering classes here. I'm curious to see what they think about it. So, sure, Patrick. I would love to. <laughs> yes, sure. Thank you very much.